and hear the badass tunage. Tunage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of zebra and the cult. Yeah, pretty much. Always. Oh, All right. right. Um, well, that's what we bring. I'm ready. Let's roll. Oh, yeah. I got to do this. <laughs> Live from the Sportique Studios, where we haven't recorded a podcast in a while because our mothers taught us that if we can't say anything nice, then we shouldn't say anything at all. You're in the South Stands. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. A hunk of hunk of burning love, Reno Notaro. In you. John yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, back in the saddle again. Nice. I'm sore. I'm sore from not doing it. I know. You know what I'm saying? Saddle sore. Woo. It's good stuff. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, It's been a few weeks. We've had uh, people out of town, uh, things going on, you know, the usual the usual business. The The waveform looks pretty small. Is it, did you turn everything down or I just, no, it's fine. I no, mean, I think it's no. working, but I just did, wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, it's recording. So, it's all coming, coming out of this end. Okay, good. Sounds all right. Okay, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it looks small on there. Sometimes it looks bigger and... We'll play back at the at the break. What and we'll see what happens. See it's, how he's, he's, it's, he's a grower. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a like, grower, it's like not being a it's like being underwater and makes your your dong look big when you're underwater when you're swimming around in the pools in Puerto Vallarta, right? Yeah, funny absolutely. you mention that because we are live from the Denver Swim Club. Absolutely, live from the Denver Swim Club, which has just gone under a remodel. I think they're quite. They think they're finished up okay. at this point. So, um, welcome. Yeah, it's really small. I don't know. I, okay, I, let's let's try. Let's stop and listen and see. How no, it looks. it's fine. I think it's fine. It's just look. Come here, look at this. Come are they ever going to fix that hole in the wall at the Denver <laughs> Yeah, they are. But do you see how that looks a little smaller? It's it's all right. It's fine. I think it's fine. It'll be all we right. Can, we can, can, can amplitude it in post. Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of those uh, radio buttons. It's, drag it's fine. It's okay. Hey, yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Reno Notaro is with us tonight, and uh, it's good to see you, Reno. Welcome back. Uh, Thanks for having me back. I think someone's somebody on here trying to claim that they'd been on here more than anyone else, and we said, "Yeah, we Morton said, no, said no, that." No, no. Oh, Jeff Morton did. Yeah, yeah and we're like, me. "No, no, no." Reno's been on here. Reno, Reno, just uh, at one point, he was here so much he just slept in the in the little side room, and then woke up and did the show, and then went back to sleep. So he's he's been on here more than anyone else, and we appreciate it. It's good to see you. Uh, always great being here. Mm. I'm drinking some coffee. I'm trying to wake uh, my ass up. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's been a while um, since we've since we've podcasted. It's been like three Broncos losses, I think. I I don't. They know had if- not. They were shut out by the Chargers on the I think the 22nd of October, and I believe that is that would have been one week after the last show. I okay, think so, so we did one after the Rockies show, right? So yes. okay, so yes. so we've actually done one since the Rockies have been playing. That's that's how long ago the Broncos it seems. were in much better shape then. But I was still complaining about Vance. Yeah, Joseph. we thought they may be good at that point. Yeah, we thought. And now we know yeah. they're not. Now we now we know they're Decidedly not. Decidedly and clearly, no. Yeah, they're not good. Definitely no. And we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Um, I did want to I did want to talk about. We're getting well. Everyone's cracking beer. I haven't cracked my beer yet because I'm drinking some coffee. Um, 
I, I made a bet with Captain Bronco. And uh, he, for some reason, thought the Broncos were going to win on Sunday, which is laughable. It's hilarious. Captain uh, ca- Bronco. Captain Bronco. Uh, Southern California's favorite uh, Bronco fan. Uh, and I, I just said, look, and I was, I was drinking the, uh, the Budweiser uh, Reserve, uh, Special Reserve, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. The, the Repeal Reserve. Mm-hmm. You've had I, it. The 1933 Repeal Reserve. You had yeah. it, Colin? Absolutely. It's great, isn't it? It is delicious. Um, it doesn't taste real microbrewery. No. It's kind of... It kind of reminds me of like a Killian's kind of a product. It's like somewhere on the fringe between a craft beer and a ma- and a mass produced beer. But I love the design of the package. Beautiful. I love the bottle. I love the way it feels in my hand. And it's a clean, refreshing, tasty beer with more complex and deeper flavor than the typical. It doesn't bud. remind you of a craft beer because it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like getting hit in the fucking nuts with a big thing of hops. No, it does not taste like licking the floor. Yeah, it doesn't taste like that. So Wait, it's, y'all so don't like hops. Overly hop stuff, I'm not a fan of. Now, now I will make an exception. That right. Lag- like and this like is hops. one of Captain Bronco's favorite, uh, and it's from where he lives, that Lagunitas IPA. Very, very good. Now, I wouldn't want to sit down and drink three of them, but no. one, one in a glass. Captain Bronco lives a good six miles away from there. That's, that's a San Francisco beer. Lagunitas is okay. mm-hmm. yeah. six miles. He lives just north. Of six, hours. Six, six hours. Six hours. Okay, six yeah. That's um, six miles. So, six but miles. yeah, but so, and it's also it's like six point one alcohol uh, percent alcohol too. So it's a little bit, a little bit more bang for your buck. Anyway, anyway, that that developed my love for IPAs. You know, is that bang for the buck? You like I'm your yeah, always I looking that. for a bang for the that. buck. I always. just don't always. like. Always. I just don't like a beer that tastes like it's been weeds been strained through a dirty sock. That's what I don't like. That's what I don't like about I'm IPAs. with you on that one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that taste. I mean, What's maybe you, maybe so you are, Renault. shitty Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, I prefer like, this. I prefer like, shitty Coors Light. Like, like uh, the t- Coke or Pepsi, Coors Light or Collins Piss. It's, what is it's, it? It's either mm, or. I can't now, the, I, I prefer Coors Light to something called hop atrocity, where it's like <laughs> basically like a it's, – it's so hoppy, it's an atrocity. It's like, it's like worse than the Holocaust and is, uh, 9-11 is that combined. The, the new Belgium new one, hop atrocity? Yeah. Is that hop what atrocity, doing? yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it's awful. Hopule assault. Yeah, hopule assault. Uh, but anyway, so I, I bet Captain Bronco, and of course the Broncos lost, and so he's got he's to buy a six-pack of the uh, repeal reserve and drink it he's gonna drink it uh, tomorrow on his show the captain bronco show this segment brought to you by budweiser yes, exactly. repeal reserve is that, so exactly wait, is this their original recipe yes the one that came out after after prohibition ended mm. so and i mean who knows maybe that's bullshit and i have no Coors idea has but. been doing a brand of that for a while doing their original one as well when our beer was kind of good when it was kind of good that's, <laughs> yeah, it was that's why good. like domino's pizza that's exactly right that's why that's why i think it's um that's why i think it's delicious I, i'm enjoying it and i think captain bronco is going to enjoy it speaking of pizza sorry go ahead no, i would love to taste bud or coors or miller their original recipe oh sure like, like back like, in 1930 like, or something no like bud when august bush came over from germany well and, and pure brood not with fucking mass producing like chemicals and yeah. corn, like corn syrup well, they, yeah. they have that in golden you, you can get that Ebola. the, the original really? adolf Coors uh, recipe really yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you can get it Coors Coors tastes uh definitely different if you get it at the brewery it tastes far better than it does in a bottle i don't know if they're using something different on, no, it's at probably the, just super fresh super it's fresh just like you know it's it's super good, yeah. And then the, and then there's the secret bar. It's not so secret, but the secret bar, the barman that, talking about that. But the bar that you can go to. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. our buddy John is going to take us to. Remember? Yeah. Well, we got to make that happen. Well, I yeah. It's only yeah. open from like three to four. Anyway, make that happen. I'm gonna, I'll make well, that happen. I'll make do you that know happen. the bar at Johnson and Wales? 
has a Coors beer that's only produced for Johnson & Wales, but you have to go to the bar on the campus. The one up here on uh, on off 17th? and Yeah, yeah really? Yep. That's cool. Oh, okay. That's awesome. All right. And then, of course, the Sandlot Brewery in Coors Field where they brew special brews just there. That's fantastic. Oh, good old Coors. This has been Beer Talk, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Good Appreciate stuff. it. Uh, anyway, I was going to talk about pizza. Did you see Papa John's uh, backtracked off their anthem stance recently? Yeah, these really, they're fumbling all over themselves Yeah, they now. really are. Now it was like, we we respect everyone's right and blah, blah. It's like, no, no. No, that's not what you said, yeah, though. Yeah, your main guy, whose name is Papa John. His name is actually Papa John. <laughs> the name on the fucking place is Papa John's. He came out and said, no, I don't like this, and I, I don't agree it's with this. It's costing me pizza yeah, sales. These, these black My guys. My pizza are, sales are down 13% because of the... Negroes. The Negroes are kneeling, and I can't sell my pizzas. And but what the neo Nazis are coming well, by, and they're the, going to then the neo then the neo Nazis the coffee it up. makers and but, buy some pizza. But what happened is, I think they got an earnings report, and they realized, oh, Papa John opened his mouth, cost us even more money, and they put out a tweet, and they said, "We respect everybody, and we're open to all ideas, except the neo Nazis. Fuck you, neo Nazis." Yeah, they said that. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Wait a second. Yeah. That, that's their base. They, yeah, I, they got yeah, nobody. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't get I it. But I, that but, is the shittiest. Pizza. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's pizza. awful. Yeah, it's terrible pizza. That's the biggest problem with it. I mean, now I'm not a boycott guy. If I live around the corner from a Papa John's and that's the easiest, fastest place to get shitty pizza from, no, when the kids no. are whining, I'll call them. Dude, no, no, no. There's no. so many. Lo- there's yeah. a local pizza. Oh, I know. Place. No, I know. You I'm can't. just saying. And I'm not going to boycott. I'm not going to boycott the Chick fil A. I'm not going to boycott the. The hobby lobby. No, no. Boy, bo- announcing announcing you're boycotting something is stupid. That's all the douchebags smashing their Keurigs do. They go, I'm I'm boycotting Keurig, and I'm going to smash this because you you didn't treat Sean Hannity with the respect he deserves. I'm all for the personal boycott. I am too, and I personally boycott a ton. Yeah, of stuff. I do too. Ton of and, stuff. and and I don't make a big deal out of it. Me you either. just you yeah. just do it, and you don't spend your money there. And Papa John's is one of them. And I the, would never spend my money there, mainly because they suck. It's terrible. Yeah, pizza. it's awful pizza. But now. He's a fucking douchebag. So, I did that with the Broncos this year. For the last ten years, I bought four Broncos season tickets. Gone as a fan, and this year because they hired Vance Joseph, a, a sexual assaultist, uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to renew. No, didn't renew. No, no, did no? and that, and I never made a big deal about it before the season started. I mentioned it last week when we were. I think it was a week ago. I actually mentioned it on the air for the first time. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do it because, uh, you know, I think Vance Joseph is a piece of garbage. Well, and it's a, you, you bring that up, and that is kind of, I think, the topic du jour, as it were. And it's interesting to me. I, I wonder. And this whole, it happened a long time ago. <laughs> right. Oh, and that, nothing was so proven. So if somebody did that to your daughter 15 years ago and rubbed his dick on your daughters, eh, sweetheart, it was a long time ago. Forget about it. So now I wonder, with all of what we're seeing in – Hollywood and uh, and Washington D.C. and Alabama and wherever else happening with people who've been accused of these things. The people at Dove Valley and you would have you would know this better than I would. The people at Dove Valley have got to be sweating bullets that one of these accusers is going to come forward to, into the media and they're going to have to deal with the story again. I hope it happens. I don't. I don't know. That it will happen, but I would love to see it happen. I don't go. I don't have time to go down there anymore, and frankly, I don't want to because to see Vance Joseph up there talking is just it, it, it makes me cringe. And, and actually, what? Hold on, hold on a second. I'm gonna switch out. Real quick. All right. Hold that cringe. 
Hold that cringe, okay? All right, and keep cringing. <laughs> keep cringing. There you go. All right, test, test, one, two, three. Is that good? Yeah. I think, go yeah, I think he's yep. back in, yeah. Yeah, and, okay. and uh, yeah, so I don't go down there. I don't have time. I got a s- sales, and I have other stuff going on. But um, I, what really bothers me more than anything is the Denver media ignoring it. The way they it have, has been too. The, the I mean, it was it came up literally blipped. And, and I don't listen to just for full disclosure. I don't listen to the other radio stations, or other talk shows. My co-host Dan Jacobs listens to every one of them because he drives around so much. And on our show, he calls them out on air by like just you know whatever station he calls them all out by name because no one will talk about it. Still, no one. So will. It, everything's. Well, it happened a long time ago. So, so think about this, Roy Moore. That shit happened a long time ago too. But exactly, but that's, so did that's, the, that's fucking taking him down right so now. So did the Louis C.K. stuff. Absolutely, that happened over a decade ago, and has happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. So, so Vance Joseph happened what 10, 10, 8, 10 F- years ago, fifteen, years, 15 ago. years ago. There's the, if if it happened like fucking people were coming out of the woodwork going, hey, this guy did this, this person did this. It doesn't matter how long ago, because obviously Roy Moore was doing it when he was in his 30s. That dude's got to be close to 70, right? So yeah. we're talking 30, 40 years ago. There, there is no, there is no time limit on when that can expire, as far as allegations go. So at least not in this environment right now. No, and I think, and that's what's that's one thing that's interesting about all this is this is a very sudden oncoming of this air of call it freedom if you will of people coming out and and calling out and, and accusing and people that's of things. great but why has vance joseph's uh why has he evaded it so well is it because of the this the nature of his business and the nature of the team being able to control that that uh, narrative but why why can't why is that any different than a than a guy running for senate it's the nfl it's the nfl it's the leadership i mean John Elway brushed it. They brushed it off at the the, the introductory press conference. It happened a long time ago. We knew it's, we knew it's uh, you know, whatever. And everybody is so obsessed. You know these quote unquote insiders. They want to be buddies with the players. They want to be buddies. They, yeah. They think that's going to get them something. Yeah, man. This is my friend, and this is and Elway's my buddy. And what happens is when you work for some of the media outlets. You're not going to get information like guys that work for ESPN. Um, well, think about Adam Schefter. Do you think he's going to say anything bad about no. John Elway? No, hell no. No, anything John El- anything Schefter says comes directly from Elway. Just like when Shanahan was head coach, anything Schefter said came directly from Mike Shanahan. So he's not going to say anything bad about him. But look at it this way: um, um, what's Harvey Weinstein? The, the reason why all of that started started kind of coming back to haunt him is that he wasn't as powerful as he used to be from 10 years ago. He was a very powerful man in Hollywood. Hasn't been this powerful before. So finally, kind of some of the cracks start showing. So same, same thing with Joseph. If he keeps losing and somebody brings it up, is that going to topple him over? It, I mean, it could. Could that be, could that be it? Well, that, it, that would be the excuse to get rid of him. Ex- well, point. exactly. And then they would say, they would say, oh, okay, well, let's, let's get rid of this guy now because now they're bringing this up. He's a shitty coach. All you have to do is Google Vance Joseph Deadspin. They did a whole story about it. They have the copy of the police report. It's not like there were just verbal allegations. This was an actual police report, and he left CU. They were about to fire him. Yeah. 
but he left before they fired him so that it, he'd have technically a clean record. We we're already at we're already at the first break, guys. Um, this is we're not done. No, no, we're definitely not done. I want to keep talking about it. Um, but uh, I, I I find that fascinating, and I'll leave you with this. We can come back and talk about it more. They could probably go down the line of each NFL team and say, "Oh, well, this guy fucking assaulted this person. This guy did this," and that's the whole thing. It seems like it's it's rolling downhill for everyone else, but it doesn't seem to be rolling downhill for, for the football team. You need accusers. You need accusers. That's true. You need people who are willing to stand up and say, hey, this happened to me, which I don't think you're going to get. And do the, the women want that now in their lives? They're probably married. They're probably in their mid-30s. But that Roy, the, Roy Moore, the Roy Moore accusers are all people that are families, and they're basically like, hey, you know, this happened to me, and I know I'm going to get shit for it, but oh well. I don't know. It's fascinating stuff. Um, I guess it's just that fantasy of having having Vance Joseph leave for God, some reason. Please. I guess yeah. well, it's strange. It's like we all developed a conscience. Like the nation nation developed a conscience all of a sudden. It's it's, it it's kind of, sometimes it's, people are forced to have a conscience. I think, well, and they you it's, know it's a good thing. It is a good it's thing. Fantastic. Let's take a quick break. Be right back. The day that we parted, I've been so sad and so blue. I'm always thinking of you, love. Oh my goodness, it's about time to start shopping for the holidays. It's a total drag. It sucks, but you can go down to Mutiny Information Cafe right there at the corner of Ellsworth and Broadway and find unique gifts strictly Denver. You're not going to find it anywhere else. They're iced coffee. Has ice cubes made out of coffee. What? Records, books, pins, patches, relics, uh, tokens, toys. You name it. It's a fun, fun place to go. And it's very, very unique. And you will only find it on South Broadway in Denver. It's Mutiny Information Cafe. Have the Broncos had a really good week of practice? Did they finally give up on Isaiah McKenzie after seeing more muffs than Rob Gronkowski on spring break? Inspired by Twitter, will Emmanuel Sanders now expand his sex life to include 240 characters? Is Vance Joseph suddenly really into Louis C.K.? Oh, wow. Was the Chargers' loss on October 22nd the first time he had been shut out since his wife changed the locks? Did he vote for Obama thinking his slogan was grope and change? Are his qualifications as a head coach as questionable as Paxton Lynch's injury? Would Paxton have had a chance to start by now if he had stopped referring to the coaches as my mateys? If things don't improve soon, will the Broncos sell their stadium naming rights to waste management? Oh. Having finally vacated the appeals of his suspension, will Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott finally have time to learn how to fashion a cool slingshot like his cousin Wicket? Having been named GQ Magazine's Citizen of the Year, will Colin Kaepernick now bolster his political standing more by retroactively refusing to serve in the Vietnam War? You have questions. We have answers. Southstandsdenver.com. Colorado Fighting 
thing about the revitalization of records is all the remastered yeah. from the uh, original tape. Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff that I want to get again if it's, it's been a, remastered. This is incredible, isn't yeah. it? Awesome. We, uh, awesome. We, ripped, we, we punched the headliner out of my friend's uh, 1978 Cutlass driving to the Metallica show when nice. Master Puppets and then went into Battery and we're punching Nice. The roof. That's awesome. how it's supposed to happen. It is. Oh, yeah. uh, you mean that he's cut loose. He's cut loose. <laughs> oh, it was a cutless class. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's bring it up. There we go. Sounds incredible. It's good. Still. Ride the Lightning is still their best album. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh. Ride the Lightning is just awesome. I, I run to it. Put it on and oh, I run through it. Yeah. yeah, it's right, right through a brick wall. Oh yeah, I'm excited to have them do uh, "Injustice for All" to remaster it because that might be like the worst sounding good oh, record. Yeah, ever. I don't know. It's horrible. Um, it's all tinny and flat. It's good stuff. Outstanding. Could I could I give a quick plug? Oh yeah, to a uh, website for women by women. Uh, tell your wives and you as guys should hit the website called oactually.com. The letter O actually.com for women by women it's about women's pleasure and uh just celebrating women so it's about watching men masturbate right when you're not willing no not uh, good we're all about we're all about women's pleasure but check it here. out sign up and uh you know get a get a gift on uh, oh actually it's great stocking stuff and speaking about masturbation yeah. and uh, men doing it in front of women unwillingly, uh, your sister's show, One Mississippi, was fantastic. Thank you very much. It was much. very good. And uh, and the fact that she did all of that with Louis as the uh, executive producer is quite the middle finger. And uh, Part of the, sto- the storyline was that there was a, a radio producer who was masturbating in front of one of the characters and then they they brought it up and it was a and it was a thing and they and it was basically pointing out that this is not right and Correct. so which is kind of a which was life which is basically imitating was imitating was it. what Louis CK was actually which he was doing. the executive producer of which was uh, Quite, quite. I'm just ballsy, trying to set it. Trying to yeah, set yeah. No, it. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and y'all are fans fantastic. of my sister and her and her show. And um, he's never had anything to do with the TV show. Nothing. Well, I'm sure he saw it or at least heard about it at one point in time. I'm sure. And his name's attached to it. I understand. That was quite. Yeah. It was quite the statement, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was well, fantastic. thank you. I, it was I, awesome. I'm sure, and I agree. I don't know why I would say thank you, but I appreciate when. Pe- I, I'm <laughs> You're saying thank you on behalf of your sister. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I don't understand, guys. How could you finish the task if you had somebody watching you masturbate? No, I want I want people to I want people to willingly participate with yes. with what I'm doing. Yes. I, I don't want to force anybody. That's you, yeah, you masturbate me. Yeah, I, I, want, I don't I don't ever I don't ever want to force anybody. Well, then, I, I want them to be willing participants. Uh, but what about Scott Jack and I boots? will leave the Scott <laughs> no, and I will leave the room. Well what it is, and this is this is very obvious, it's it's that somebody likes that 
that control. They like that that weird like you yeah, know they're they, bullies. Yeah, they're, they're bullies. They're forcing their will on somebody, and then that's what they're getting off on. It probably the the actual masturbating isn't even isn't even half of it. It's more. Well, I guess of the he control. would do it over the phone to people too. Yeah, like some some gals realized that they were having a telephone conversation. He was jacking off on the other end. Dude, like, somebody's in the room. Somebody, if I even suspected somebody might potentially catch a glimpse of me, there's no yeah. chance I'm going to be able to do the deed. No, it's 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 completely gross and horrible, and it and it's, and it it gives masturbation a bad name too, because you know what, everyone likes to beat their meat, but just don't fucking do it in front of people who don't want to see it. And then it was just, and his apology was terrible because it was like it was like, well, I always asked, and blah blah. It's like, yeah, you asked, but then these people whose careers depend on making you happy are not going to go whoa put your dick away dude well the, the problem is is that a few months ago even though over the summer he was saying there is no question there's no question to answer so he's basically calling them liars yeah it's like bill clinton and hillary clinton back when bill clinton was saying i never had sex with this woman and hillary clinton was just ripping all of these accusers for accusing her husband of having sex with them and raping them and sexually assaulting them. How could you ever think, and these women are hussies and these women are trash, and, oh, yeah, we found out your husband was doing all that. It's like, you know, Louis C.K. was doing that a few months ago, saying, there's nothing to answer to, so I'm not going to answer. Oh, yeah, now there is. So is what we're really seeing, and I think you just stumbled onto this, just the veil of shame of victims falling away. Is that why? It's not that there's more sexual assault all of a sudden. There's just we're talking about sexual assault but, because that veil of shame has fallen away to where victims don't feel the need not to come forward. Well, for thousands of years, men have been keeping women down, literally in the basement. But but in all seriousness, like with violence sure. and because of physic, because of our strength over them. And we're evolving as humans. We're evolving as people. And now we're holding them accountable. Yeah, and now Which it's, is incredible. Exactly. And, and, and to be a father of a daughter, this makes me incredibly happy exactly. that it's less likely to happen to her. Yeah, and if somebody said, well, Scott, it happened a long time ago. Oh, really? My shotgun still works now, so. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think it's, I think it's that, yeah, everyone's now more aware of it. And then as as dominoes start to fall, it's easier for everyone else to say, you know exactly. what happened to me too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get in on this and make sure that everybody knows my story too. So I think it's as the awareness as the awareness uh, increases, people feel more comfortable. And I guess that's kind of what you're saying. But it, people people feel more comfortable, like, hey, I can I can stand up and say this and. Hopefully, I don't get um, you know have fucking um, uh, Breitbart smear me, you know, like yeah. they're doing in the the Roy Moore bullshit. But um, I just think more people are now just recognizing that hey, this has gone on for so long, people have kept their mouth shut about it, and now it's time for people to you know tell their stories. Well, Scott, let me ask you this: I know John's got two boys, and you have no kids at all, Reno, but but two nephews, two two. Both, both boys, both boys. That's why I called them. That's nephews. why you called them nephews. <laughs> uh, you and I with with Today daughters. I was just thinking. Of, I was talking to my brother about this the other day. He also has a daughter. At what stage of the game? My daughter just turned eleven. At what stage of the game are you going to have the punch him in the dick conversation? Where you where you teach you you tell your daughter to kick a guy in the fucking nuts or whatever the hell has to go on if he, if unwanted advances do take place. I mean, I haven't had that. My daughter's twelve, so we're we're kind of in the same boat. Um, high school, I think. But this realization that guys just can't get away with this anymore 
is going to make it, it's going to happen a lot less now. And I, and I can't be happier uh, for that. Well, what's, what's funny is, is that now Ivanka is coming out saying that, oh, yeah, I, be, I believe all these people, and this is really shameful. And I was like, lady. Your dad. Your dad. Is your the dad fucking- literally <laughs> molested you on camera. Yeah, he's fucking, he's, he's said, he's told everybody his, his whole business. And, you know, your, your old man is the main guy. So, um, yeah, so I guess take that with a grain of salt. But, but oh, I'm sorry. That's no, I, I, ju- I just find it interesting. And, yeah, I, I Trump's trash he's garbage but it's so fascinating how bill clinton was allowed to get away with all of this because he's good looking and has great hair and And it was a different time and he's well spoken but everybody knew about it he ruined monica Lewinsky's life but he ruined but he's right though it's totally different it's a different time and chickens might still come home to roost with with bill clinton but but i but i think he's he's kind of weathered a storm it kind of goes back to vance joseph it's almost like that's gonna slide everyone knows bill vance joseph's not i don't think vance joseph's gonna slide i i think it's it's tick 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 tick, yeah i think it's a ticking bomb well that's just my opinion i don't know anything for fact but i think like you know whereas like kevin spacey he he got he got. Um, but the Broncos got, are protecting Vance Joseph. They're protecting their. Oh interests. sure, they're, they're controlling that that yeah. media narrative. But oh, yeah. whereas like Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey is according to reports has has done this for years. Sure. But the one guy that, that did you see where they even memed it in on Family Guy? No. Uh, the the kid, the little one, Stewie, yeah. is running across the room in one episode, and he said. I just escaped from Kevin Spacey's oh, basement. because everybody knew it was going on, because it was probably a couple of years ago, right? This is the thing, too. Now, all of a sudden, HBO, Netflix, FX, everyone's saying, oh, we want no part of you. But they knew the entire time when they hired them to yeah. begin with. Everyone knew Kevin Spacey. That's how he was. It's but, insane. But it doesn't happen to you, so who cares, right? You just go, oh, fuck. I'm. I read today, uh, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey uh, Tambor. Is that, that's his yeah. name? Uh, yeah. So, so they're, they're doing a, a, the last season now, preparing to do it without him. Because they don't know how this is going to blow up at this. They're going to have him killed. I can't wait to see the story. Jeffrey Tambor. Did stuff come up about Jeffrey Tambor? Apparently, yeah. And now, uh, and now, Amazon is writing him out of the last season. Transparent? Yes. Ah, that's terrible. See, that's another thing too. But that hasn't bubbled up yet. Like it's, it's. But they know about it, right? They know about it, and it's just an accusation waiting to hit the surface. It's like they've written Spacey now out of. Out of uh, House of Cards. But, but, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so disappointed that, you know, the my favorite show is, is ruined. It's like, no, you should be disappointed that these people are acting this way. And if we can root them out and then people know not to act that way, then years down the road, then you won't have that problem, right? So it's a good thing, essentially. And I have some collectors, v, VC, VHS of uh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, if you'd like to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, he kind of led the whole charge, didn't he? I mean, wasn't Bill Cosby our first... Our first big celebrity exposure, but that was several years ago. I mean, really, it's the Weinstein thing that just the, that, that. the Weinstein thing really kind of toppled everything over. But it was te- it was time. teetering, it was teetering on the brink before that. So um, no, it's a good thing because and I, I, there's a guy that I follow on Twitter, and he seems like a good guy, he's pretty liberal, and he had like a, he basically said at one point when this is all going on he said hey i've got a story and he admitted that you know what uh, years ago i was i was you know i did this and it was nothing too bad it was kind of like you know grabbing chicks and and he was like an alcoholic and he said you know this hey i'm admitting this because I want, you know, I want people to know that and it's bullshit and it's wrong behavior and I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. So you're getting stuff like that too where people are 
they're admitting to what they've done as well, which is, hey, you might as well get out in front of it because if someone's going to find out, you know, you might as well fucking, you know, that's what you're going to see too. Now you're going to start seeing people saying, hey, you know, back in the back in the 90s, I was fucking, you know, I was kind of all over chicks and I don't remember a lot of it. You know, that's kind of what Kevin Spacey said. I touched said, a girl's butt at the Deadbeat Club. Did you? I did that. That's sexual assault. That is. but It was, totally is. But I mean, she think- spun around, gave me a dirty look. That was the end of it. But, okay, but that. And I only did it once. But that, but. Think about that. Think about what women go through in guys touching their butts. Mm-hmm, sure. Ask every one of them. All, all the goddamn time. All the time. Yep. And I, I have a friend of mine that's a doctor, very, very attractive woman. And she was walking down Broadway right by our ra- where the radio station is in Bovalon. And somebody, she was professionally dressed. Somebody yelled out the car window, hey, baby, how much? Oh, and it's like what? Where are what are we? What world are we living in now that people are still doing that? It's like you're back and, in the '80s. Yeah, '70s, '80s, and this is a professional woman, a doctor, and she told me about this, and it's mind blowing. And I've asked, I've, I've become more aware of this, and just asking women, how often does it happen to you? And they, I guarantee to you. Every woman you know will just say, oh, God, so many times I can't even tell you. Watching the second season of One Mississippi, my, after, after some of that stuff was going on the show, my wife said to me, she goes, you know what? I, I now start thinking back on some of the things that happened, and it's pretty fucking creepy. And yeah. she's like, I kind of realize now because... Um, you were texting the, me the whole night. <laughs> no, because, because um, your, your sister-in-law's character, yeah. she's, she's telling these stories... And and Tig's going, well, that's that's not right. And she's like, huh? And she starts thinking about it and going, yeah, yeah you're right. And then it's and that was the thing because my wife had the same thing. She's like, yeah, you know, someone coming up and giving you like a massage and kind of like giving you a creepy massage, shit like that. You don't think about it when it's happening. And then you're like, oh yeah, that was fucking weird, you know. It, so it was incredibly powerful that show. And and nice. even with your character, or the Remy character, yeah. Um, you know, it's, be, being it's loosely, and, and <laughs> we he's were, wearing he's wearing a Civil War costume right yeah, now, guys. He's really into I, it. I was running late from Civil War reenactment. We were marching down Broadway. Um, no, r- quick side story. I went to my sister's comedy festival in D.C. a couple weekends ago, and uh, I, Ira Glass was there. The final show was Ira Glass interviewing Al Franken, and we were backstage, and I was meeting Ira Glass, and Ira comes up. He he says. Oh wow, Reno! I feel like I already know you from watching the show. Oh, and and Tig, Tig hears him say that, and Tig jumps in and says, "Ira, it's loosely based, <laughs> loosely based." And my girlfriend was there, and she's laughing, and Tig's laughing, and I'm like, "See, Tig, this is the shit I go through Absolutely. for you." <laughs> so anyway, it's a good thing. Well, the the point I was trying to get to here is uh, is that when. Uh, Tig's character, Tig Navarro. Navarro, uh, yes. yes. Yes, everyone has different names. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, what they do in Hollywood. Well, when she explained to Remy that, hey, you know, you were molested too. And we don't think that way. No. But she's right. No, the character's right. Absolutely right. And um, anyway, it's, uh, it was an extremely... And, and to use the whole Louis C.K. thing and bring it into... Um, what happened to her personally, and to uh, bringing it in together. Anyway, it's just, it was just brilliant. It was powerful. I saw, it's, and it, I it, saw it a good is. tweet today from your friend and mine, Brandon Spano. He said, 2017 or 2016, see a celebrity in the headlines, hope he didn't die. 2017, see a celebrity in the headlines, hope all he did was die. 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah. good. It's a pretty good one. I like that. Well, but thanks. No, I appreciate it. And it's thinking back to that. Um, I kept getting tweet or texts from from John. Oh yeah. Like, Is this true? Is this true? Is yeah. This? I was like, did this really happen? He's like, no. But yeah. I told my wife, you don't do Civil War reenactments. Yeah, she doesn't believe me. It's yeah, like, I did. I said, how yeah. does your wife, your wife knows me. And she thinks, <laughs> I, what you, like, I, I come by John's house, like, hey, you want to get a beer? Let me get changed out of this in the bathroom. and <laughs> Let me get my musket, put my musket <laughs> yeah. back in the trunk. Hey, boys, boys, don't touch Reno's musket yeah. while he's in the bathroom changing. Please don't. Uh, oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's uh, get into it. Uh, in the second half, we have more good times ahead. So we'll be right back. Song I used to hear and make my old memories come alive and take me away and turn back the years and sing me back home before I die. Sportique is where scooters come from at 160 South Broadway. Visit their expansive showroom. Check out the genuine Scooters Buddy 50, the incredible Roughhouse 50. And while you're at it, why not the Gen Z fully electric plug-in scooter? 30 miles on a charge, 30 miles per hour. Great way to get around. Super silent. Lots of fun. Check them out at SportiqueScooters.com or visit their store at 160 South Broadway. Sportique, where scooters come from. Exciting and true. Wow. Well, we'll it, be touching you. We, we've been we've been talking sports. Show. We've been talking uh, in that break, um, and uh, so it's uh, we're, we're ready to get back some sports. So because we're we got Woo. we got kind of heavy. We're getting we're gonna, we got really heavy. We're gonna lighten it up a little bit. Talk some sports. You don't have you don't have scoop to call into it. Did you get him set up? <laughs> I, I was going to because okay. he was ranting on Facebook about the quarterback situation. Oh, that'd be awesome. We'll get him on. We'll get, get him on in the yeah, next. Get show. him on. Get him on soon. He does so. a great job, man. Uh, I just want to say that um, it's it's funny. You know, we we are blessed. You know, hashtag blessed. I think that's what the, what they say to live in such a great sports town because there's always something to talk about. You know, and when the Broncos are bad, then people are freaking out. And then, you know, uh, and then then the Rockies people are upset because people aren't recognizing that the Rockies are the best team in, in town right now. Oh, and the hockey people. And, the, and then the hockey people, oh. you know, so uh, but a lot lot going on. It's it's pretty cool. So there's always there always something to talk about. Um, and then I saw the thing where I think Tlaib had a he was talking about bandwagon fans need to need to get out of here and this and that. He and, probably sounded a little different. He yeah. sounded a little bit different. <laughs> I love 
love I'm fan gonna, shaming. I've cleaned it up a little bit. I'm but, gonna go uh, out on a limb. Yeah, the fan shaming is is really is really fun. And then and then you get the people going, yeah, you know. And then I'm gonna take the word of the million the millionaire football player who's uh, who's yelling at me, who doesn't give a shit. And uh, I'm gonna yell at everyone else because you know they're not a big enough fan. It's like, look, if the team's bad and they fucking suck. And you don't want to watch it anymore, and you and you don't care, and you're voicing your displeasure about it. That doesn't make you less of a fan. That actually makes you probably pretty smart because you're not going to buy into all the all the the spin that happens yeah. coming out of Dove Valley. Yeah. And no one's saying that you're that you're that you're less of you're you're abandoning the team and you're less of a, you know oh I'm not, I'm not going to be a fan anymore. You just don't want to watch a shitty product, and that's fine. Uh, and and I think that the the people that are beating themselves up by by going to a game after game, which which which, by the way, just seems like a horrible experience these days. Yeah. But um, it just—I I just think it's so funny that that people take these sides, and then there's like, what do they call it? Somebody called it a, a Bronco fan purity test, and you have to you have to pass the purity test. It's like I can watch that and go, "This is a shitty product. They are doing a terrible job, and I don't really care about it anymore." Sports is entertainment. It's entertainment, and if it's and bad it's a, entertainment, yeah. why yeah. watch it? Yeah. If it's not, if it's not good, so so you know, you get your you get your Thor Ragnaroks come out, right? Great movie. Then you get your Justice League coming out. Not not supposed to be too good. So so I'm gonna watch Thor and enjoy it, but you know, Justice League, yeah, not that. I, I not think that the last it. three Broncos games, I watched the first half, and that, that was yeah. Amazing. I think I went Done. I went and did some leaves after the after the first half. What last I, week. I did too, or the week exact, before, exact yeah. same thing. That's what I do I'm think makes you a lesser fan is acting a player a professional athlete on twitter leave them alone yeah don't lambaste them for their performance on the field via social media that's not your place as a fan and if you do that i don't like absolutely you. but what if talib goes to twitter and starts calling people out and it's like hey dude listen yeah i don't know if you've been watching the games but you fucking suck you guys have been terrible the defense particularly so in fact i can think of a couple to leave uh, I, can think, I can think of a couple we, penalties that he's committed can, that have cost us big this year. Can we all admit that Talib has lost a step? Kind of like champ. Yes, exactly. And that's fine, but then and so I would never go to him and say, "Hey, you lost a step. You fucking suck." But if he's going to start attacking people and saying, "Oh, bandwagon fans need to step off," because then you got fucking. 10,000 dummies with Bronco logos and their avatars going, yeah, I'm, I'm a real fan and I'm going to support the team. That's the thing. You always hear, oh, I'm going to support the team through thick and thin. It's like, okay, that's great. I haven't burned my Broncos gear and said, you know what? They're terrible this year. I'm out. I'm out for good. I just don't care to fucking watch this horrible product. Yeah. That's fine. I think that's that's perfectly legit to say, hey, I don't want to watch this. This is this is crap. And until they change it, then um, I'm just going to I'm going to be right over here. If your own children yeah. are getting in trouble all the time and just doing terribly in school, you're going to request, demand, insist that they change that pattern of behavior. And it's no different as a fan of a professional sports franchise. Oh, it's I don't just, know. It's just less important. If you don't you don't love your kids if you're going to demand more from them, Colin. I think that's I think that's what the Bronco fans have established. So you know what you got to do have to do there, Colin, is uh, you delete their phones. Is how that that's the ultimate punishment. Well, see, that's why I have Medea movies to fall back on. Oh, You're yeah. talking just wipe the phone. Yeah, yeah, delete it, gone. So don't take it away. It. Delete it. Yeah, yeah. Medea, the ultimate punishment. Medea movies definitely teach corporal punishment for children is is acceptable. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a, yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Um, wait, wait. So, like, just scrape the phone? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well, about to do it right now to my son. But my wife is texting me. He's being a horrible person. So I'm, I'm so about what, to delete what, what his What does phone. that do? Like, he can't use his phone. He doesn't have Instagram, doesn't have Snapchat, doesn't uh, social oh, you mean, media. You mean more... remove it from your plan? No, no. no. Just uh, they can't use the phone whatsoever. So can you do it from your phone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, How old's your son? It's diabolical. He, uh, he's a freshman in high school. And he's a real jerk right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know he's, exactly he's that, he's what that you age. mean. He's that, I mean, I was too. They, and you, I think we all were. Like, I just, wasn't. Model citizen. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Model citizen. Um, but that's that's the belt, you know? Like when we were kids, Absolutely. the dad yeah. would bring out the belt. We we threatened to delete the phones. And it's it's worse than the belt. Oh, yeah. Well, then he's the just phone. mocked at school for not having a phone. Yeah, he can't Snapchat. He can't Instagram. Could you just like physically take the phone and go... Yoink! And just take it away. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. Well, you could do that too, but yeah. then it's a physical confrontation. Oh, like I, I no, can, like I'm just no. going. I can go you to can my passively fine... do it from remotely. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just hold my hand out, and they just put it in there. That's yeah, all right. I have to do. Where's the melting app where you you know you log onto the app, and then your son's phone just literally starts catching on fire? That that's would, coming. That would be awesome. It's got to be. But coming, I, no, right? I, I'm. Gonna, about to do it right now. Let's Sweet. let's oh, watch man. it. Let, wait, let's. I want to see this. Countdown. Video <laughs> this. Video. Five. Video oh, what he's pushing. See, see, my son's smart. It looks like he turns his phone off, so I can't do it. If, if the phone is off, I can't actually access it. Ah, yeah. exactly. so he's um, shit. Wow, so is. I had my phone stolen two weeks ah, ago. Yeah, yeah. We really? got it on security video. Yeah, I actually put the security video on Twitter. We caught the guy, um, and they got we got his license plate number and turned him over to the PD. And now they're if they find his car. And they've been going to his apartment like twice a week looking for it. If they find his car, it's going to get impounded. Nice. And he has to come in and confront the charges to get his car back. I guess if they if they can prove a car was used in the commit, committing of a crime, they can do that. They can just take it. Should they just, nice. should they just give you the car, right? Just fair Just trade. give me the car. Yeah, it was a Lincoln the... Navigator. I don't want it. Ah, you know, can... I don't need it. Yeah, it's like a probably, so somebody driving a Lincoln Navigator, like a $50,000 car when it was new. When it was new. Is stealing a cell phone? Yeah, yeah. I think and so. I, what did uh, what did this person look like? So we can um, a Raiders fan or a juggalo? Or, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> either way, could have gone yeah. either way. Could have gone that either way. Awesome. He's kind of a pudgy Hispanic guy with a with a he had a fedora on and he had long cargo shorts, Dodgers, um, black all Raiders shit. No Raiders. Raider. Yeah, he had Raiders shit on. I, I think I think we've established already tonight that that people are fucking piles of shit, right? Yeah, I think we, uh, yeah, we've yeah. established that yeah. already, so it's not really a not really it's, a mystery. Speaking of people being piles of shit, we should talk more about the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, is it? Let me let me start by asking you this question, Reno: Is tanking advisable at this stage of the game? Well, I don't know. The only way you can tank is to pull the starters, because in the NFL and really. Not any, not any sport. Well, like the, but the what NFL, the Bills they don't are have, doing. They don't have guaranteed contracts, so every game, every play, every week, these guys are playing so that another GM sees them busting their ass and would sign them. Because let's say Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders get released after this season, which if the Broncos were smart, they would because they're just taking. It's certainly Demarius Thomas is just taking up space. But uh, you're playing for your check in the NFL. You have your guaranteed money up front, but you're playing for your – like C.J. Anderson, he's done after this year with the Broncos. Probably – I would guess he's probably done in the NFL after this year. But uh, 
Tank. Well, the players aren't going to tank. Yeah, that's my but, point. But, but the, is that the they're coaches not going can to tank. scheme to like, exactly like all right, Vaughn. Well, I mean, it was like he was tanking last week because for the first time in his career, dropping back, he in didn't have a single stop. Remember that uh, the Indianapolis uh, Colts game, the playoff game. Remember oh, uh, yeah. T.Y. Hilton, right? The, uh, the the he's essentially a, a slot receiver and the best slot receiver in the league. Chris Harris was he on him? No, no, no whatsoever. No. Akeem Talib was. Well, that was that and, was and the, that was that was a way for a coach that to was. Scheme Management things. tanking, right? Instead of they all had, yeah, because they they put point. it. What you're saying is the players themselves are like, I'm playing for my next contract. I need to bust ass. But then if they take Chris Harris and move him over here, he can't do he can't do anything to to stop T. Y. Hilton. It's the Bills benched um, Tyrod Taylor, and it's like it's like they put like a, a rookie in. And, but and this Peter is a playoff Lee. team, though, a potential playoff. But team. The, the now they're they're fading out. But they but for some reason they decided to trade away their guys and and put a put a rookie in at quarterback but it doesn't make sense other than maybe they're tanking now i thought the last game that that trevor simeon played i thought if he comes back in in the second half then they're tanking because there's no reason for him to be out there he came back out and played sucked and uh and then i don't think he played after that but look this team doesn't have an offensive line sure they have a i i don't get the running game because i i think um Jamal should be carrying the ball more. I don't. CJ has. He's just not. He looked good against the Patriots at times. Yeah, at times. Um, Demarius Thomas is soft. He's been soft, and they overpaid on the wide receiver. I mean, you're you're paying two wide receivers premium money, and Demarius Thomas has obviously lost a step. Sanders is the best wide receiver they have, but uh, there's so much wrong. John Elway has missed on so much. He's addressed the offensive line the last three years. But he's whiffed on it. He has whiffed on it on the offensive line like he's whiffed on the quarterbacks. He whiffed on Brock Osweiler. I consider Sanchez a whiff because he came in and couldn't at least be the transitional yeah. quarterback. He's whiffed on Paxton Lynch. Trevor Simeon's the only one that, that's played half decent. And then don't forget, in case you don't think Elway doesn't know how to draft and evaluate quarterbacks, John Elway was going to sign and has said he was ready to draft Brandon Whedon. <laughs> all right. Go back. Yeah. He said that. So don't forget about all of that. They would have drafted Brandon Whedon, except Manning came. All right. So Elway yeah, has I remember m- that, yeah. missed on all of that. We're finding out that they should have kept Danny Trevathan instead of Brandon Marshall. I was convinced that Gronkowski was going to set a record in receptions. And they went away from Gronkowski with their backup tight end, just like the Eagles did. The Eagles didn't have their starting tight end. Everybody was excited. Oh, good. Their their stud's not playing. Well, what they do? They the Broncos cannot cover tight ends and running backs. They just can't. And I was texting with Derek Wolf uh, yesterday, and he said, "Look, man, I'm not the coach." Meaning they they need to put us in position. And that guy seems pretty upset right now. Who Woods or Wolf? Wolf? Oh, God forbid somebody cutting him off in traffic right now because I think he might <laughs> yeah. rip somebody's head off. But well, there's an example. But there's of, someone that Elway hit on. Is he did I think hit on. Great. He absolutely did hit on him. Um, but think about this: Woods, completely inept, has no business being the Broncos' defensive coordinator. When Wade Phillips got sick and missed the game, was it Woods that took over on the interview? No. Oh, okay. But he's the defensive coordinator. After, I, I, after, I, I, spending, I think after spending his entire career. As a as a, a position coach, a DB coach, his entire career, he's never been a defensive coordinator 
at high school so level. So El- Elway handpicked everybody. He handpicks so them so that Elway. Yes men is that exactly is? that's why. Do you think they? I, I would bet. I I don't even know if Vance Joseph makes a million dollars a year. Maybe he does, but Elway specifically picked Vance Joseph. Because he's a yes man. He, Elway makes all the decisions, and that's why he picked him. Is, so let me Gary, say, is Gary he the Kuby. Walt Weiss? Is he the Walt Weiss of um, of the Broncos at this point? Well, Walt Weiss also didn't have a whole hell of a lot of talent. Like they didn't have a bullpen. Um, they had a but young, is he but is he, a, is he a, is he a cheap hire that's going to do whatever? Sure, they want. and 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 the Rockies are cheap. Like Cronkies cheap. Look, if you're a Nuggets fan, you better be mad as hell that the Bron- that the Nuggets didn't sign Bledsoe. You should be mad as hell. If you're not, look at the Portland game two nights ago. Their backcourt got their ass kicked, and it's not because Harris is injured. It's because they don't have a good backcourt, and that is exposed against a backcourt like Portland because they have an outstanding backcourt. So that's a little exception. But if you're a Nuggets fan and you're not mad as hell that they didn't get Bledsoe, that just proves that Kroenke's... They... Truly are not in it to win it because of that. I don't. Don't give me this. We're trying to get the more experience for those guys. <laughs> we got to take it's a break. A, I know oh, it's a young man. backcourt, but the, we're, we got to take a break. And I got to pee. So, um, but um, we'll we'll go a little long. We want to talk about Elway a little bit. Oh, yeah, we talk about Elway. That's fast, fascinating topic. Um, I think the main thing, the big takeaway, is that uh, these these fucking managements they, they they're all cheap and they don't want to spend any money. But when they when they they can't be convinced that they spend money will be successful. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but generally you spend money and you can fucking make it work. Well, with small markets, sometimes when you spend money, you lose money. Yeah, but this is the NFL. Nobody's a small market in the NFL. That's true. Yeah. They're all, they could play in. We did the math. Yeah, it's a salary cap. A few years ago, we did the math. NFL teams could play in empty stadiums and these owners would make tens of millions of dollars profit. Look at Jacksonville. That, that explains the Chargers. Yeah, Jacksonville, Chargers, all that. Uh, let's get into the fourth, and we'll, we'll continue this convo at that point. Be right back. So, hey, Reno, tell me about your show, your partner. When can we catch you? Where can we catch you? Final let's, verdict. Let's get you some listeners here, pal. Final verdict with Notaro and Jacobs, Monday through Thursday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., so right in the evening drive when everybody's in their car. So tune in. Dan Jacobs, former executive producer at The Fan. He hired me back in uh, uh, the day to, to work at The Fan, and we're doing great and loving the show. And uh really growing as a show and and uh yeah it, i enjoy working with dan and he's an attorney now and you guys get into some kind of legal topics i know you were the you were the show that really attacked uh the scandal up at cu yeah jim Mac- uh not jim, uh mike mcintyre um yeah dan read the entire report and uh he's also a realtor he's a lawyer 
and uh, does a radio show. I don't know how he has time doing all that. And he's a father of three girls. So, yeah, he's a busy guy. We're all busy. But, yeah, really enjoying the show. And, uh, um, yeah, tune in. Check us out and uh, tell your friends. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Don't close up the peep shows. Mm-mm. safe. Cause 80 years old or whatever I am, I love to masturbate in the peep shows. Well, that's where it should be happening. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. The king's life. So uh, read these old stuff. <laughs> Consent Wait. is implied at the at the peep well, show. Well, yeah, because they, you have to pay your money and at the peep show, someone's working there. You know, it's um. Do you pay before, or after, I'm before? Uh, yeah, always, yeah, always before. Yeah. Arrive, you want to take this? Is there people people running for the door with semen on their their pant leg? If you didn't if you didn't have them pay before, <laughs> um, yeah. If you've never been at a jack booth. It's uh, I have it. it's a live it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty exhilarating experience. Um, the the jack booths themselves are just basically a video screen, and then you just push a button to get which one you like, and you use the back of your hand, of course, to push the button. You don't don't touch it with your fingers, and um, you get the video like that's that's all and good, and that's like you know if you needed to needed to crank one out privately, not in front of people. But um, the live ladies behind glass is is what we were discussing. Willing, willing participants is, is the, the that's a, that's yeah. an it's, there used to be, yeah. and so most people new to Denver don't realize that uh, Diamond Lills. I think it's a, I can't think of what it is it's right. It's a record now. store. It's a Whole Foods now. <laughs> I think a, it's a record. It's store. a Whole Foods. No, I, it was like it was like a hostel or it was like a hotel or something. Now in, in the hostel, kind of like a giant no, hostel, hostel. Yeah, yes, uh, for German yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, it uh, it and it, that's right there by Coors Field. And that was one right down there before that. You know, and I was Coors Field was there when that was still hopping. So, um, but there's a changed over Coors Field in that area. Oh yeah, yeah. there's no there's no yeah. live ladies no more glass. No, I, hell, I just drove down uh, Wewada to go buy the new Whole Foods down behind Union Station. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Is that open now? It just opened today. There was a line out the door. I was going to go pop in and see what it was like because I heard it's just gigantic because they shut the one down at uh, the Capitol Hill. Cheeseman, Capitol Hill border on on, uh, 11th. 11th. And uh, so everybody's going to go there or the Wash Park one. And uh, between the construction traffic and just everybody trying to park at Whole Foods and get in. That's Whole a mess Foods. down there. It is, I mean, a goddamn mess. Terrible. And there's condos going up and buildings going up. And I just had not been down there it's in totally like different. a year. It's it's kind of awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. But I didn't recognize where I was at one point. Union Station's nuts because remember when they put the oh, whole thing there was nothing there and just within a year it's surrounded by buildings. I, I don't mean to change the topic, but I just remembered that uh someone he, he, he some, had a jack booth recall. I, oh, I did. I did. Someone someone that I don't I don't want to I don't want to say who it is, but someone that we we've the talked Italian? about on this show before now. Someone we've talked about on the show before. His sister worked at Diamond Lills. Oh god. And Diamond Lills, okay, so it was a big piece of glass, right? It wasn't like the one in Vegas I was telling you off mic where it was real small. It was a 
big piece of glass. Not glass house, though. It, no, no, it was like pl- plexiglass or whatever. And so there's a, I think you can, there's a, there's a little slot at the top because you can tip them. You can tip them money. And a guy came in, and what he would do is he would, he would wrap a rope around his balls and he would oh. feed it up. <laughs> through the slot and he had and he had this guy's sister she would have to yank on the on the rope and uh, yeah and then he'd then he'd pay her money and everything and that so that's how you could interact he'd he'd string the rope up through the thing swear to god i totally i didn't i forgot about that till just now yeah did you ever get the uh did you ever get the surreptitious note under the door at the jack booth um. No, but I've heard of that. Yes, I've heard it's, of that. It's a thing. I've seen it. What's happen. the note for? Uh, it's weird. Dudes wanting to blow. Wanted, you. Yeah. Because because there was another there was another thing. Because when I don't know if I I was starting to tell this, but we went to the one place on Colfax and we were like, hey, let's go to the Jack booth, and everyone ran in there. And um, I, wait, wait, I've never said that before in my life. Hey, I, I can, let's go I, to the I, Jack can booth. I can honest to God say that those I have never been. Hey, and I've been down in Denver since 1995. <laughs> Back growing up in Colorado Springs with the punk rock crowd, they called it. They just called it the booths. And when we, I lived in a in a crash house where bands came through when they were visiting town, and the band dudes, it, it was a thing, man. In the music scene, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Punk oh, rock the music, music scene, I know, guy, I, that blew me away. And that and pro athletes, how much they like to go. Uh, pay prostitutes always blew, it was crazy because I always thought, oh, you got the angle, more bang for the buck. Well, yeah, you gotta, I mean, well, then they're, you're not going to knock them up. If you want, if you want to, if you want to beat off, and you're like, in like you go, to, you're a band, touring band, you have nowhere to beat off. There's nowhere to go. So you're like, hey, I'm going to go Bathroom? watch room. Bathroom? Uh, it's not very comfortable. Uh, it's not comfortable. Oh, because the um, jack booth is just plush, luxurious. <laughs> oh no, you don't you don't touch anything in there. Don't touch anything. Okay, and so not really comfortable. You're not going for the comfort. No, no, definitely not. And so okay. what was funny is we went in there and then everyone kind of barged in and did their thing. And then I walked out and I was waiting for people to come out and I kind of look and in the shadows of this fucking place with all these these individual booths tons of dudes just hanging out in the shadows i've probably oh told this story before gosh. and then i was like i was like oh i was like oh and i was like let's get the fuck out of here and then we then we took off so after after someone was done milking their sinner in a, in a, in a, in a <laughs> let's booth. go out to the jack booth. yeah so anyway so colin reno listen it's not too late for you to utter the phrase hey everybody let's go to the jack booth. and jack was john elway's father there you go and his son so i wanted to talk a little more about elway um just in terms of this that's quite the transition yeah, that was like it, pulling a parking brake yeah. <laughs> thank you um as, as an executive as the gm I, i've heard a lot of people bitching you know this is all always follow all okay granted but well he picks we the need players. to have i understand that but we need him and, and there's one person i'm willing to watch grow into their role with this organization it's john elway because pat bowen's not there to play owner anymore as of right now, he John Elway is the de facto owner, in at least in terms of most people's perception. Well, certainly, Joe, we certainly don't want uh, blood what, of the city. What about that guy? We don't want blood of the city. Yeah, but Joe, Joe Ellis is the one that's yeah, okay, more of the owner the, role, the yeah. marching like, orders. Grow into his role. How many? He's been there for how many years doing this? Yeah, I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He took him to another Super Bowl. And so I'm willing to let him fuck up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, a I'm lot willing of people- to let him fuck up and get, then get it right. I, I'm willing to be critical of him, but still want him to remain. But, and I wonder if you feel the same way. Does he need to be removed as a GM? No, no. I no, say no. I, no, I don't think he needs to be removed, but I think 
some people in scouting, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it look, and I'm sure the Broncos look at it as we just had an incredible four-year run with Peyton Manning here, going to a Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, and you know going to the playoffs four straight times, four division championships. And so there's bound to be some downtime. I, honestly, look, I, 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 don't, I hate to say this, but as a Saints fan, Broncos fans are so spoiled. And yeah. that's a good thing because I started covering the Broncos in 96 – that was my first season, and I just thought it was going to be Super Bowls and playoffs the whole time. And it wasn't, but if you go back since the first Super Bowl when they beat the Raiders in the AFC Championship game here, from to today, there's not a lot of losing. There's not a lot of losing records. There's not a lot of 500 records. So it's a great thing to have, and it's, it's, it's good that you have a passionate fan base like that um, because the Saints have sucked for most of my life. And think about if you're a Cleveland fan. Think about if you're an Eagles fan. I mean, the Saints at least have one Super Bowl, and they're 7-2 and two this season. But, I mean, if you're an Eagles fan or a Vikings fan or any or a Panthers fan, any of those fans, they've never won Super Bowls before. Well, and, and that's the difference between, I think, the Broncos and we were talking about the, the other teams in town – is that the Broncos realize that winning is their bread and butter, yeah. and if they win, then people are going to be there, and people are going to people are going to make them even more money. And yeah. if they win a fucking Super Bowl, even better. So they know that they need to throw money at the problem and hope it, hope it goes away. Where the other teams are just like kind of like, well, we got to pinch some pennies here and, and hope for the best, and and we're definitely not going to win anything, but maybe someday it might happen. But the Broncos know that they have a they have a bad year, and this year will go down as a bad year for sure. I'm I doubt they'll win. I think they'll win maybe two more games tops. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. I agree. But and let's hope they lose the rest. Really, I, yeah, and sure. But, get but, a better draft pick. But yeah. look, the Broncos went after Clay's Campbell, but they they paid him. They offered him less than what Jacksonville did, and everybody thought, "Oh, you're nuts going to Jacksonville." Well, Jacksonville has one of the best damn defenses, yeah, maybe the best. And now they have Kirk. Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent next year. If you're Kirk Cousins. You're going to tell Washington to fuck off because they never oh, committed yeah. to you. Kirk Cousins bet on himself and has won the quarterback lottery. He will make twenty-eight to thirty million dollars a year, and all Jacksonville needs is a quarterback. Yep. You know, you you have the running back, you have the defense, and you know. So sometimes, you know, they weren't willing to pay Campbell that kind of money. So what did they go after? They went after a third-tier guy in Pecco. You know, and look, give me all the stats you want. Give me, uh, all right, great, yardage. For whatever stupid reason, they judge defenses by yardage. All right, that's not on the scoreboard. It's, it's truly points. So, you know, this defense is not the elite defense. They're not causing turnovers, and they're not getting the pick sixes. They're not, there's no Brandon Marshall punching the ball out of Jamal Charles' hands at the end of the game. There's no Tlaib pick six. Those aren't happening this year like they did in 2015. That's the difference. Is, it, still a, is it their age? Is it, of course it's their age. They're, they're, and they're, it, there's just not as much I mean, they built, they built the defense through free agency. And sure, that's but, gonna but catch up to you Danny Trevathan age. left. Sure, yeah. All right. Uh, and the, the, really the more talented guys left. Were, I mean, I think we all can say now is Trevathan was better than, than Brandon Marshall. I mean, Brandon Marshall 
cannot cover tight ends. We said this earlier in the podcast. So, I mean, it, so when you look at that, and then Tlaib is, is long in the tooth. He has to have lost a half step. Father Time does not lose in any of this. So, Especially it, when you shoot yourself in the leg. Doesn't but, help. But, but in, all, in all seriousness. And, and, and then they try and save things here and there. Do you, you know, think there is a, a do you think there is a reputation problem with the Denver Broncos based on the fact that John Elway has been kind of addicted to dudes and he is cheap? Of it, course, that'll come back to haunt you because they did it again. They, they're 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 pinching pennies in certain places, and then he's missing on line. Wade Phillips being one of them. Well, Wade 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 Phillips is seven and two with the Rams right now, and you brought in a guy in Woods who's in his first year as defensive coordinator, so they don't have to pay him a lot of money, just like they don't have to pay Vance Joseph a lot of money. Wade Phillips came off the street. He was out of football when he came to the Broncos. They got him on the cheap. He was happy to be back in the NFL. Then he won a Super Bowl with his defense, and he wanted $4 million market, a year? He wanted market value, not $4 million a year. I think he wanted a million or $2 million a year. But, he wanted market value. What, what's the point of being cheap? Though? Yeah, I was going to say, what, is, it, is it like you know, you know the, the rotisserie leagues where you can only use players a certain amount throughout the year? Are they, are they trying to save money to I mean, they could spend, to spend as much later? money as they want to on their coaching. On the, all right, uh, they can, yeah, there's no salary cap for coaches. So why are they saving money so. there? I mean, what's the, what's I mean, the they point? They can go to Billichek and say, no, we'll pay you just bottom line. You're money. looking at bottom line. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. I guess, I guess they think it's, it's well, the whole. I, I agree with you. I, I just, they're not going to tell me. They don't like me because I won't stop with the Vance Joseph stuff. But they probably, they probably go, they get it in their heads and they go, oh, we're going to hire this guy and hire this guy. They're cheap. They're young. They'll do a great job and, and we'll look like geniuses. It doesn't work out. And then they go, well, fuck, we have to spend some money now. Pull up the Dolphins defense this year. They were 29th under Vance Joseph was a defensive coordinator for one season. Yeah. What team wanted Vance Joseph other than the Broncos? Where else please, did he even interview? Please tell me the teams that were dying to hire Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph is 45 years old, 44, 45 years old. You're not an up and comer, nor is Joe Woods an up and comer. He's 47 years old. You're not in your mid forties considered an up and comer. And not the Rams coach. Who's no, like the Rams coach 32. is an up and comer. All right, that is an up and comer who's comer. a life. <laughs> but look, the 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 Dolphins were 29th in the NFL with Vance Joseph as their defensive coordinator. They're not 29th anymore. They're better now. Granted, they might be after this Monday. You but... you, you might uh, not have much to go in the other direction. You're probably only going to go up, kind of like the Avalanche, but. I mean, Vance Joseph, look, he, he can't even pull the trigger on when to challenge and when not to. He's never been a head coach. at any, He had never been a, a coordinator at any level. The NFL isn't a training ground for head coaches. It's not like you go there, oh, let's learn. I, I, could, I, I could pick out 10 high school coaches in Colorado that have more business being the Broncos head coach than Vance Joseph does so if, because they at least know how to organize and lead. So and if, don't give me this shit of he's a leader of men. I am going to throw up the next time I hear Leader of men. Ah, it's terrible. It, 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 it's like the Broncos handed the media talking points. Oh, the fans, too. The fans are saying the same thing. He's, He's a leader, leader of, of men. men. It's like, but, 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 but he only has one year as a defensive coordinator. But he's a leader of men. Yeah. He's a, every answer is he's a leader of men. So, so does he get fired after this year? Uh, who knows? Probably not. Probably wouldn't look good. 
I, I mean, if he if he keeps losing, always we'll, we'll shown a, a always had a pretty short fuse with coaches. I don't know. Maybe he is maybe, but I mean, do you want to? Are they willing to spend the money? That's the whole thing. They may not be willing. I, to I spend wish the money. Gary Kubiak were still here. That's my yeah. personal preference. Would have just been to leave things alone. Kubiak and Phillips yeah, were but, doing fine. But Kubiak wanted to make decisions, and John Elway doesn't want that. John Elway wants to make all of the decisions. It's just how it's going to be. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster because you know how that goes. It's if someone's making all the decisions, then it's, he's missed on all of his first his top oh yeah. quarterback picks. Oh, it's terrible. He's really bad picking quarterbacks. Defense, he's he's picked some pretty good ones. Yeah. So yeah. well, I mean, you couldn't miss with Vaughn. It was either going to be Cam Newton or Vaughn. Like those were your if if Carolina picked Vaughn, he would he have taken Cam, Cam, Cam Newton. But um, I'm, I'm, but I'm not a Cam Newton fan, so you can have him. Um, uh, not too much either. Um, real quick, and we'll start to get out of here. Um, your Houston Astros won the World Series. Yes, they did. Congratulations! It's always nice to be able to celebrate celebrate I, with you. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was with uh, Nate Kreckman, uh last weekend, I think, and we were having drinks, and and uh, he said, "Isn't it just awesome when your team wins the World Series?" I said, "Yeah, I didn't think it would be this great." He said, "It's so." Fucking great! And <laughs> well, he's a Cubs. He's a Cubs. Yeah, Cubs fan. Cubs yeah, Cubs yeah. And I said, and I said, he said the f word. Oh my god! No, that was me. Nate, oh, okay. Nate doesn't Woo. cuss. Thank he's you. A, he's a Christian man. Um, and I said because I've been an Astros fan basically since the mid late seventies, since we moved to Houston in seventy six, and they've always been my team. And like out of all sports, they are my team. And I've just lived and died with the Astros. How crazy was and, it that Sports Illustrated in oh 2014 had a cover that said, you're 2017 world champions? So oh, that was real. Huh? My, my oh, mom, okay. my mom. That was, real. that was real. It was oh, crazy. Oh, it was absolutely real. And he was on the cover and the MVP. But my mom died in 2012. And I went back to Houston for a couple of weeks. And I drove to Austin to see some friends. And driving back from Austin to Houston, I was listening to Houston Sports Radio it was opening day of the Astros 2012 season, and the hosts were laughing at how bad the Astros were going to be. They were thinking, could they lose 110 games? Because they had lost, I think, 100 games. Yeah, they were worse than the Rockies. They were so bad. Summer. They were so bad. And I went to that opening series. It was great to get my mom mind off my mom dying. And I remember going into the Rockies clubhouse and seeing Matt Bull. I, re- I just remember walking in Matt Bull smacked me on the ass and he's like what the hell are you doing here and i was like i told him and he's like oh crap but um the astros were so bad and they beat the rockies two out of three and i and i came back here thinking good god the rockies must be horrible <laughs> yeah and they really they were. were yeah they yeah. were terrible in 2012 did both teams hit 100 losses that year i, th- I don't rockies know. never hit no, 100 the, losses. The rockies. Well, they were close but that was the year that it was when the the uh Astros scraped their team and went straight money ball and they had a budget of $14 million and they just started building from there. They were like, look, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it this way. And then they hit on their draft picks. Their one draft pick, Apple, they traded and he never panned out, but I mean, they got Keuchel. And then this year to, to, to make the signing that they did late in the season that's just like Verlander. You know, to sign Verlander is like saying, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Mm-hmm. We're gonna win it all. We're going for it. Yeah. Let so. me let me let me bridge this to 
our Rockies, your Astros, my Rockies. I, I've been around the Rockies since their inception. So I compare the two because they were both super bad at the same time. Yeah. And the Astros have, have gone about their process, and obviously it paid off. Rockies have kind of done the same thing, too. Um, it's, it's possible. And that's why the, you know, the team like the yeah. Astros was, was horrible five years ago, and now they won a World Series. So it, it equates to the Rockies, and it can happen for them. Well, I mean, the Rockies made progress this season. They didn't win the division. They're probably not going to win the division anytime soon with the Dodgers being the, the spenders that they are. But to have Arenado, to have LeMahieu, story needs to hit. Your starting shortstop cannot hit 220 or 225. No. I'm sorry. that I don't give a damn how many home runs he hits. I don't care if he hits 30 or 40 home runs. To hit 220... I just that I just can I don't care what kind of advanced stats you can show me to justify it. Not, oh, I've not, got a bunch. Not right going to happen. But they've got a kid down in Double A that is supposed to be the future. So um, whatever. Um, then you know Charlie Blackman's still going to be around for another season. Um, you know what's crazy about Charlie Blackman is that <clears throat> I think he's like almost the same age or maybe a little bit older. Than, than Gonzalez. Car- than Cargo. Yeah. But Which Char- is insane that the, their trajectory in, in careers. Sure. And and Cargo, I think, would still come back just for less money. Um, but I there's no room at this point. They want to get this kid. They got to get Tapia out there. and. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, well, you got to find out. Is Tapia, is, is he the kind of player that's going to be able to... You're, you're not going to replace the same level as Cargo at his top. Because at the when he was the best, he was one of the best two or three outfielders in baseball. Not right. just the National League. There was a two or three year run, four year run where he was an absolute stud, and I Cargo is one of my favorite Rockies players of all time, and a good guy, and just an incredible talent. So, are the Rockies the most successful Denver franchise going right now? Sports sports team, probably so, because you have John Gray, although he faltered in the wild card game, that was a disappointment. Because yeah, he did. John Gray. I've said this before, he needs to be the greatest pitcher in Rockies history, which is really not setting the bar high. But because he was a draft pick, look, he is in his prime. Next year, I want to see him throw 225 innings. I want to see him really be that dominant pitcher. And then, uh, you know, you got Anderson. There's, there's, there's talent on that pitching staff. Still need some help, middle relief. Uh, we'll see if Holland can bounce back if he, if he, comes, if back. he comes back. You know, so, I mean – and I don't blame him if he doesn't. You know, if it, it, it's a chance to get paid, and that's what it, it oh, all sure. comes down to. He already won a World Series with Kansas City, so it's not about warm fuzzies. It's about getting paid. It's like Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman is, as you just said, he's at an age, and after next season, he'll be full free agent. He's going after. He wants. To, yeah, that, that's his big check. That's that that's is, it. It's like Dexter Fowler. Dexter had his chance, signed it, and you know, went, took the money. And you don't blame these yeah. guys. And It'd be no, so sad no. to see Charlie leave. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just part of baseball. But, uh, no, I, I think there's a lot of time. We forget about DJ LeMahieu. I mean, that guy is a, a, an incredible baseball player. He can hit. He can field. Like, he is truly an all-around baseball player like Arenado is. So, I mean, you have this infield that's that's super solid. They need to upgrade a little bit on catcher or first base. I mean, it's 
There's a lot of stuff. DJ's super tall, too, so he could probably play quarterback for the Broncos. L.A. would get a look at him going, No, he's Ooh. not tall enough. He's only 6'4". Oh, shit. Oh, I thought he was taller than that. Six, okay. got to be at least 6'6". Well, six, six. you know what? It's interesting, though. It's it's November, mid-November. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, and uh, we're talking about the Rockies because the fucking Broncos. I just renewed so my, my tickets, Did my season good tickets, work. and I, I improved my, my season. Yeah, oh. in your face. Yeah. Oh. In your face. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm happy about it. So I, I are, you in, are you in front of Reedy? Oh, he's down. He's down low behind home plate. Well, not anymore. Now, now I'm along third base. I'm by Arnado right now, oh. and I'm in I'm in row seventeen. But I think the first four rows are dugout, so it's like row thirteen. Oh, row 12 I could I could like I could whiz off could. my seat yeah, yeah. and probably splash you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll look or up at you. Masturbate, or, yeah, or I could masturbate. flick him with semen. No, I'm it's not. A, we're not masturbating unless people are okay with it. And well, I, I am not. I'm not, okay. not okay with and, that. And the and the and the the forty five people in front of and behind you it's that a, are going to get showered a, with my a, semen it's a box seat not a jack box oh, oh okay. gotcha but, good. but i'm so, shocked like i only got the better seats because someone was willing to give them up that's, which is and, shocking and that's what me. i like shocking every year we always check and can we move down can we move down closer because i want to get down to that that uh, front row of club level you know what i'm saying yeah that would so, be sweet yeah that would be sweet, right be sweet. See, i'm excited for baseball well, be excited for your denver nuggets too i know that i know nba is all right we gotta sport, go everybody nice thanks but, for tuning uh, in they have a good shot at, at at a fairly deep playoff run. We'll see. Oh, bullshit. We'll the Nuggets, they might not they're probably not even going to get to the playoffs. What? I don't have a backcourt. I don't Can know. You, who are you you believe all these blogger insiders? Uh, <laughs> good lord. Optimists. They're called optimists. Good. I mean, people, people they, do like to see the positive I like, side. I like of what I like what I'm seeing from Emmanuel Moutier right now and of course you you have to uh, love yeah, Nicola, Their backcourt's great. <laughs> I, uh, I I love the Nuggets. Um, it's definitely down the list of my Denver sports teams, but I love tuning in in that fourth quarter and watching the fireworks and I, the rest of the game. You know, fuck that, I could do without it. But that fourth quarter, man, it's awesome. It's good so, time. I like a little first quarter and a little fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, it's since, nice. Since we're approaching Thanksgiving, would you like to say what you're thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for you guys. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks for being oh, here. Thanks, like, thanks. I like to see so your nice. smiling faces. You know, so it's nice, nice to get it's together. It's nice to get back into the. It's nice to get back. It's nice to. I'm thankful that no one's ever forced me to watch the master. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something to be. Who knew Although ladies, that you feel free. Were, I'm, I'm, thank, I'm thankful. No, no, uh, no allegations are being brought against. No kidding, yeah, right? That's really good. Yeah. Honestly, I thought I started thinking. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, John, I've never done anything like that. And I was like, I, I'm thinking shit. But don't you think every male in america has done that process over the last couple of thought weeks. about it oh yeah, yeah. Gone, let's see let me think oh back. yeah for sure my service manager here the big guy big funny dude he said the other day he goes man i'm glad i never got famous because god only knows he goes uh some crazy bitches be able to recall all kinds of fucked up shit it's it, like, it's, it, it definitely oh, goes through your head. I remember I was I was a freshman in college and I went down to Boulder for a party and I got really fucking drunk and all I can remember is I was like I was like hey, everybody run- let's go to the Jack Booth. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was a little early for that. I was just like going oh, and I was running around a dance floor, kind of going oh, and 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 like girls were running away from me, but I wasn't grabbing anyone. So I mean, and thank God social media didn't exist. Oh, and God, phones yeah. with the pictures oh, oh yeah man. all sorts it's, my my, my genitals and ass would be fucking well documented i mean they're well documented now as it is so whoo good stuff all right reno always a pleasure gentlemen tell everyone where they can find you again uh like my address well, no, just, uh, oh, yeah yeah that <laughs> um yeah mile high sports 
uh, 6 to 8 p.m. on uh, AM 1340, the final verdict with myself and Dan Jacobs. And um, yeah, tune us in. And oh, and I have a new podcast called Please Be Our Friend with my friend Andy Jewett nice. from Sex Pod Comedy. And that'll be dropping very soon. Kick ass. Be well. Be nice. Good stuff. Thanks again. Uh, it was good times. It was a good discussion. It was hearty. It was a lot of... Lot Everybody, let's go to the Jack booth on Broadway. <laughs> Woo! Let's go to the Jack booth. Woo! We're heading to the Jack booth, everybody. It's too bad Kitty's over here isn't isn't bad. The, the story about that is the, the, the buddy of ours who was there, and he had just broken up with his girlfriend, and he came out of the Jack booth after jacking, yeah, he and he saw it, and his, and his ex-girlfriend was in there with some friends, like, ha-ha, laughing at oh, porno. No. And, he went, and he went, oh, shit, and he had to go hide so he could so he didn't see her. Yeah, that was a good one, too. So lots of Jack Blue stories. All right, this has been the South Stands Denver Fan Cast. Until next time, adios.